Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, beer drinkers. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Yeah. Good evening. What a day. What a week. <laughs> Welcome to the Brewing Network. Uh, you're tuned into the Brewcast uh, as usual, right here on our on our Sunday time slot. Doc's just rolling in. If I could ever turn his microphone on, I got all sorts of new equipment in the studio today, Doc, and I don't know how to use it. Let's see. How about that one? That one? Nope. Yeah. There you are. Yep. Boy, oh boy. That's well, better. Welcome to what is going to become known as the uh, shortest show in Brewing Network history, Doc. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, we weren't sure if Doc was going to make it. I know you said you, you were going to make it, but uh, things happen, you know? So, uh, yeah. And it's it was more the way things have been going today that I was like, if something's going to happen. Doc's <laughs> going to get a flat, I don't know. Uh, our scheduled guest is stuck on a, on a boat. <laughs> Don't ask me how that happens, but he's he's stuck on a boat. Yeah, I just talked to him on the phone. I could hardly understand him because it was so windy. And you know how it is when you talk to somebody with a cell phone and he's outside. He goes like this. Yeah. So he actually was on a boat. And he, I'd ask him, so Christian, what do you think? I don't, the show starts at 5 and I'm it's 4.30 when I'm talking to him. Well, you know, uh, we're just, you know, cruising the bay. I don't really know who to ask. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a nice day. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys, but you know I call you when I'm off the boat. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. <laughs> he's a really nice person, and it's really it's so unfortunate he's not around tonight. I think we're pretty low on people's priority scales in the last month, Doc. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. What happened? Is our reputation uh, preceding us? What's going on here? I don't know. Maybe you're just not schmoozing enough. Tell you what, if I got a, if I got a dollar for every time I got to schmooze people to do this show, I'd stop charging you guys for the one-hour boil podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a rich guy. Uh, well, so here's what we're going to do. So we had Christian uh, Olfabrikken from the Olfabrikken Brewery in uh, Denmark. Uh, he was scheduled to come do the show with us. Met him last week at the GABF. He was real excited to do the show. He was also hammered. Uh, so I was like, I said, listen, I know you sound excited to do the show right now, but I know how these things work. So you got to give me your information so I can call you tomorrow when you're sober and ask you again about doing this show. And he did. And then he said, yeah, okay, so I'm all set to do the show. And uh, now he's on a boat. <laughs> now he's on a boat. <laughs> so... Well, it's Fleet Week here in San Francisco, which is pretty exciting. The whole bay is just speckled with ships and boats. You know, the Blue Angels are flying around out there. So it's a nice day to be on the bay, I guess. I could have stayed out there. Me too. Gone on a ship. Then I'd be here by myself. (laughs) Yeah, just be Doc's show. (laughs) So uh, we're not going to do the uh, Danish Brewer show. I was excited. It's going to be our first... um, international brewer that, that, that was going to have done our show, you know, first, uh, I mean, because Oz doesn't count. It would have been. <laughs> That's awesome. Oz doesn't count. Yeah. So now uh, we're, we're, what we've got in store for you is, uh, you know, nothing. <laughs> this is going to be a real short show. we got a couple of things to get through. Uh, I'm still, like I said, I hope the audio is coming out all right. We, we play some equipment in the studio. Can you hear in your headphones okay, Doc? Do you need uh, more or less volume? No, you're coming through fine. Mine... Doesn't sound like I'm coming through at all. You're coming through good. Okay. Same here. Then we're good. And you're good. Okay. Put in this new volume control thing so everybody can have their own volume in your headphones. Because you, because like I have mine really loud all the time, and because uh, I'm deaf, and so but that bothers everybody else. Like in the studio, everyone's like, "Man, can you turn these down?" And I'm like, "No," because then I can't hear anything anybody <laughs> says. Crank, can you crank me up again? <laughs> See, I can hardly hear you. Is it getting me? Oh yeah, here we Is that go. Better? That's a different feeling. Let's do the show. It's more powerful. Getting phone calls, too. There's this guy, Philip. Skyped me like five times in the last five minutes. Well, you might as well take it. It's not really that we're on a tight schedule tonight. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, we got plenty of time, right? 888-401-BEER is the number. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, the GABF. I think that will be a exciting conversation we can have for you because we had a great time going to that, and uh, we got a few stories for you. So we're going to do that. We're going to taste Daniela's beer during the show today. Yes. Uh, it should be all conditioned and, and ready to go. And uh, a couple other things in store for you, too. Hey, Philip, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. i just uh, calling you back because you, you've been blowing up my Skype. What's happening, brother? <laughs> Well, I think I've got a lag here, so I, I was hearing just a, a while ago. Well, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you been drinking today, Philip? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been having? Well, are you the Brazilian, Philip? Yeah. Oh, we have Brazilians in the house now. Oh, that's right. I read yeah. your I read your story in the forum there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's fantastic. Welcome, Philip. Thank you. You guys got internet in Brazil, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, tell me about... Go ahead. 
I, I went to an exchange program. Uh, uh, I lived for a year in Indiana. Oh, is that right? Yeah, back in 99. Why Indiana? Well, I don't choose the, the, the state. They, they choose it for me. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's too, see, that sucks. Phillip's like, he's signing up for this thing. He's like, man, I'm going to be laying on the beach in California. He gets shipped <laughs> off to Indiana. <laughs> did you, oh, you're like, man, did I make a mistake, huh? Man, it, it was fine. Yeah. Now, thinking about now, I would definitely be in California or something like that, but yeah. then I, I, I didn't mind. I, I lived in the cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you though, the problem with uh, being in California is that sometimes you, people get stuck on boats in California. Yeah, out on the bay. <laughs> that doesn't happen in Indiana. No. Hey, so tell me about how it is to get ingredients for you out there. Do you have to go to your local brewery to get uh, ingredients to brew? Well, there's a local brewery in my city. Yeah. And, uh, well, they were really nice to me, but, um, they, it's a pain in the ass to be asking every single time for ingredients. Yeah. So I have to buy over the internet. Do you? I, I actually bought my first time, and I didn't even knew you guys uh, over uh, Northern Brewer. Oh yeah. And yeah, and they sent it to me. That's good. It's good. So you got to wait all the time. Like Doc, he's lucky. He just gets to he, when he wants to brew. He just drives over and grabs all his stuff. It's easy. <laughs> you got to plan well, it out. Uh, yeah, that, that's about what I'm gonna ask. Is that uh, I brew every single time with dry yeast, and my question is, uh, is there a way that I can buy some uh, liquid e- yeast and it reach me in some, you know, very few days so I can brew? Yes, I know that B3 will do it for you for an extra charge they'll actually put uh, an, cold, cold uh they'll put that. cold packs in the box so that yeah. it so that it keeps it cold on the shipping but you got to pay a little extra to get it shipped faster you know you can't do like the the ground shipping cuz it'll take too long that's yeah, okay so and probably even if it comes back and it's probably not all going to be dead you could probably culture it back up yeah and just keep culture yeah so that's what I do. I go to morebeer.com and uh, order yourself up some White Labs out of there. Okay. Or there's the other one, too. I mean, the, you can do the Smack Pack from Y Yeast, too. Mm-hmm. That's liquid. You yep. know, same difference. So, yeah, do that and just ask them. They, like I said, they do a cold pack. So you just got to ask them for that, and they'll charge you a little extra, and then uh, ship it off to you. Okay, thanks. Hey, what are you drinking today? Well, uh, actually, I'm drinking one of the expensive beers here in Brazil. Really? Uh well, well, we 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 don't have that many varieties of beer here, so uh, this is one of the few that goes uh, a little different from that Pilsner thing with no hops. Ah, uh, okay. And what's it called? It's, it's a red ale. Okay. It's from uh, Budding Budding. All right. I, uh, and it's a nine point five red ale. It's pretty nice. Mm, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Doc, oh. you ever had Brazilian beer? No. Not, no. not even one, no. Philip, what means expensive in Brazil? How much do you pay for this beer? Uh, we, for this one, I paid, uh, eight and, eight fifty reais would be, which would be, uh, four dollars. Oh. Four bucks? For, uh, Twenty, twenty-two ounce. That's not bad. That's about what we pay, you know, we pay three something for a twenty-two ounce here. Yeah, but everybody in the Bay Area earns like seven hundred twelve billion dollars a day. Everybody mm-hmm. but me. Yeah. What do you do for a living down there in Brazil, Philip? 
Well, I was majoring in physics, but I dropped off from college. Did you? Yeah, so I'm... Too much I'm, partying? I'm trying to get... What? How come? Too much partying? Nah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it, it's a pretty hard course. Oh. So, so Slacker. I, I'm trying to... Well, I'm trying to get into chemistry now, so Ooh. I'll be a brewmaster. That a boy. <laughs> All right, Philip. Thanks for the call, brother. Thank you, man. All right, we'll see you. Good old Philip from Brazil. That's great. Yeah, he just signed up to our forum. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like in the new international listeners. Now, there's a Danish listener who sent us the information about Christian's supposed to be here today. Is he in the chat room with you, Danielle? Which one, the Danish one? Yeah. yeah. Is he pissed that Christian's not going to be here on the show? Jens, nah, he laughed actually. He's like, ah, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> that's how we are. <laughs> we Never <get> trust us. <laughs> we get stuck on boats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. They all say you sound like shit. I do. Yeah, I feel like shit, too. You look like shit, too. (laughs) All right. You smell like shit, by the way. I'm glad we've got all that cleared up. (laughs) Doc doesn't look too happy, either. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been run over. (laughs) I don't feel bad. I'm just tired. Yeah, so we went to the NCHF this weekend. It's our annual trip, which makes this our annual hangover show. And, uh... Although you were out pretty early last night, Doc. You didn't tie one on too, too No, I, uh, I I could not drink any more beer. You were just done. I, I think I was drinking at least 12 hours straight. Wow. And people were still handing me stuff at the Dead Palette Society. And I, just, I, can't, I, you know, I poured it in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, because you, oh, you woke up Saturday morning and you were up for like five minutes before you cracked open a Devel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then you had us all drinking Devel at, at eight in the morning. Yeah, bagels and Devel. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, worked out really well. I got cranking, and... and then we just drank for the rest of the day, you know. And then I stayed at the Dead Palace Society and drank until I was like the last one there, because uh, I, I don't have all, as many brain cells as you do, Doc. And I, I, I would have liked to have stayed, but yeah, just wasn't in the cards. They're passing around a lot of beer, a lot of different beer. And someone spiked my beer, too. Yeah, I just want to say that. So here's the story. We're sitting in, I'm laying in the cabin, Dr. Scott sleeping, our roommate Chad sleeping. I'm sleeping on my own little bed. Both of them snoring like crazy, a lot of gas in the room. So you come <laughs> in, and I woke up by you coming in, because yeah. I've never seen you that way. <laughs> that was <laughs> pretty true. first impression was that you ran against the door before you actually opened and unlocked the door. <laughs> <laughs> so just here is boom. So ah, uh, Justin is here. Nice. Yeah. So you come inside. You run against the table first. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You did. And I remember any of this. Oh my gosh! I was watching you. You were, well, more than hammered actually. So tell us what happened. Well, to your so beer with the cousin. <laughs> so this guy, he's got this vial, and he's got like a hundred and eighty proof vodka or something in it. Yeah. He goes here. Try this. And I did. That was another beer. And I took a big gulp of this, and it's like, holy shit. Did you take a big gulp? Oh, yeah. You got high as a kite, didn't you? I think you? that's what put me down. Yeah. But, uh, so he's got the, what it is, it's 180 proof vodka, and he's soaking a nugget right. of weed in there. Cousin. Yeah. And he's, and he's, I don't know how long it's been soaking, but it's supposed to take out all the oil, you know, the resin. What did he call it? The Green Ghost or something like <laughs> something, that? Something, man. So late at night at the Dead Palette Society, he pulls out, he's like, here, I'm going to put a little bit in everybody's beer, it's like a drop. And at first I'm like, no, nah, man, no, nah, I'm fine, you know. And But then I think about it. I'm like, well, what's a drop? You know, Here's who cares? Stupid. And I was drunk. Well, this guy, he gives everybody a drop. 
until he gets to my glass and he dumps like half of it in there. Like I got like 20 drops of this stuff into my glass. So nothing happens. I, I'm, I'm asleep shortly thereafter. I didn't, I didn't notice, notice anything necessarily last night. But this morning, Doc, and like all day, I'm pretty sure I was high. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I was high all day. Pretty sure you're still high. Hey, you slept all the way home. Come I did. Guys. Like uh, five minutes after we left, and then for the three-hour drive, I was done. I was out yeah. the whole way. And I'm telling you, this guy, like, he roofied me with the cousin. <laughs> <laughs> did and you I, check yourself afterwards? I well, that, it's a good thing I left right afterward, I'm thinking. Because, like, why would he give everybody else a drop but but really dump it into mine? Was it a guy or a girl? It was a guy. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Was not one of those sluts hanging out? <laughs> there weren't any sluts. Really? No. Was there girls? I don't think so. It's a bunch of dudes at the dead. It should be called the the Dude Palette Society, yeah, not the Dead much. Palette. The Dead Palette Society is this thing where late in the evening uh, they just pull out all the beers they've ever had in their life and, and old crusty things and experimental stuff and yeah, everybody sits around the table like one beer. It was, they, you know, a lot of these are in champagne bottles. One beer, they mixed together everything that was left over from last year's NCHF and put it all into one bottle and aged it. Oh. Yeah, and they re-fermented it, yeah. How's yeah. that taste? It was pretty disgusting. It sounds nasty <laughs> yeah. to me. It's a Rambo. I finished it. <laughs> oh that, and I don't even know what else they pull out. Like, all, just tons of different beers, and they're just handing them out and... Okay, what can you do? <laughs> I just can't believe that you got roofied by a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Way to feed the image, dude. I know. <laughs> oh, do you like know what happened between you being so drunk there and coming back to the cabin? Is Do you think you went back straight? Or yeah, no, I remember. How come your fly was open, for example? Because I peed outside. How come you didn't wear any underwear when you got to sleep? <laughs> come on, now you're just making up stories. <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember I left. Like, I left right away, and I walked. I stumbled back, and I was actually at the point. I haven't been this drunk in a while. I was doing, like, the, the wavy stand. Yeah. You know, where you, you're, you're, like, falling over. Wobbling. Yeah, I was wobbling. And I was trying not to look like I was wobbling because I'm like, hey, I got, you know, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't be looking like a drunk here. So I'm doing the old, like, uh, oh, I just meant to step backwards <laughs> thing every time I about fall over. And anyway, no, I just stumbled back to the cabin, and I was out pretty quick. I just kind of upset that the guy roofied me. And I kind of, like, I didn't, re I didn't, for one second, think that I'd wake up stoned, you know? Yeah, you were, I woke you up, and you sat up, Yeah. and then you got dressed, and then you just kind of slumped back down, went back to sleep. Yeah. It wasn't even enjoyable. Like, I remember when I used to get stoned, I liked it. <laughs> I didn't like this at all, man. I just felt like a retard. <laughs> So what are you going to say? That's our NCHF story. A lot of good beer, though. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was a good event. What was your favorite beer, Doc? you remember? You have one? Um, yeah, there was the white chocolate porter or something like that. That was pretty good. And and uh, no, uh, and Rochelle's uh, beer. She's entering in the queen of beers. Oh, yeah? Did you sample that, Daniela? So no, you know what I your competition's like? No. That's pretty good beer. Yeah. Didn't sample it. My favorite was the chocolate stout weenies. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I spend my time. Yeah, all these homebrewers, they bring in a bunch of food, too, so that's pretty cool. You're walking around to their booths, all these homebrew clubs, and you're tasting the beer, and, and most of them have food out for you, too, so there's all different kind of things. And, yeah, somebody had stout baked weenies, you know? That was great. A lot of homemade cheese. Yeah. 
That was good. Homemade cheese. Yeah. Fantastic. A turkey leg. That was good, too. Bub, what's happening, brother? So did you totally like eat Cheetos all morning? I, I know. I did. I found myself craving Fritos, actually. I just got done before the show with a bag of Fritos. And I don't really eat junk like that usually, but yeah. But you did. Oh, man. You should see the chat room, dude. <laughs> hey, you got to turn up your microphone or something. I got you cranked oh, here. There God. you go. Why? What are they saying? Uh, well, yeah. About how your ass is bleeding. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, like, put yourself in this guy's shoes. Like, I'm trying to figure out why he would spike me like that. Like, because you're hot. <laughs> Maybe because you told him no first, and he had to (laughs) get you back. Bub, you got to do something about your connection, man. I can't hear you. Look like Doc. Did he look like Doc? (laughs) 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 I remember he was—he's taller than I am. Expect from him, man. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna hang up on you, Bub. I can't hear anything you're saying. Call me back on something that works, will (laughs) you? Uh, yeah. I just—you know what I'm saying, though, because he literally gave everybody a drop. And then, like, just over-poured into mine. I can't, I, like, maybe he just thought I'd be into it. Like, oh, like, Justin likes to get high or something, so here, we'll give him a little extra. But did that look, stuff, did like... it look like he did it on purpose, or he just slipped and... Oops. Oh, no, no, he did it on purpose, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And you know what it is about, uh, it's like, you're, you've eaten brownies and stuff, Doc, like, you, you know, back in the day. Uh, there's something about eating the cousin... That it has a, a a much different effect than than smoking it. So, you know what I mean? Like it's oh, yeah. a deeper stone yeah. when you eat, yeah, and it's kind of want to lay around, and it lasts longer. Yes. Yeah. Hey, caller, you're on the air. All right, I'm back. <laughs> All right. So help me figure this out, Bob. Like, why did the guy give me extra? Well, you do have a pretty mouth. <laughs> So somebody else asked me, he's like, did he tell you you have a pretty mouth? He didn't. Though. He wasn't hitting on me. He's just, I don't know, he, like, I look like I needed to get stoned or something, I guess. It did the well, trick, didn't you it? Know, you know, I've seen you in, like, these public events, and you, you are kind of quiet normally. Yeah. And, unlike on the radio, which is, like, a total dichotomy. So, yeah. you know, maybe he wanted to chat you up a little bit. I guess, yeah, he's like, maybe figured uh, there must be something wrong. See, a lot of people do that, too. Uh, you know, it's not that we're not ourselves on the air, but it's a different thing. Like, you know, we're here to entertain and, and stuff. So people who see me, if I'm quiet, like everybody thinks there's something wrong. Yeah, they're like, hey. Yeah, exactly. Well, they'll be like, hey, man, are you all right? Are you down? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I just, you know. Yeah, you have a tendency to hang in the back of the room. Yeah, I like to hide out. So, yeah, maybe you're right, but maybe the guy's like, oh, there must be something wrong with Justin. I better get him stoned. Yes. The alters move. No, uh, some like random guy that you're taking drinks from. No, I had met him earlier there, and uh, he's a listener, and he's a chef, and he's a cool guy, you know. And uh, like we hooked I up. He gave you dope, and he gave, he gave me. Dope. Hey, how much cooler does it get? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I kind of knew him, but I just met him at the festival. You know what I mean? And then he was sort of running the Dead Palate Society too. He was getting out a lot of the beers for everybody. And then just uh, toward the end, he wanted to you know, spike it with the cuz, you know? Yeah, I did he have... thought it would last until the show so he could hear you really fucked up. Yeah, and I tell you, did last. So I get home this morning, you know, Doc and I leave uh, pretty early. Got to get back here to do the other show, too. And I come in here, I sit down in the studio because I got to get some, some prep done. And I can't do anything. <laughs> like, I'm spaced out. I'm staring at the screen for 10 minutes. And, I don't e- and, and it takes me 10 minutes to realize 
that I'm not doing anything. I'm <laughs> just sitting there <laughs> and staring at the screen. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because I was uh, still I was baked, man. Well, I don't like you when you're baked. Plus, you didn't get much sleep either. No, I did. Yeah, but uh, usually that doesn't affect him too much. He has another beer. Like by now, he would be drinking a beer. Yeah, he's having nothing. Yeah. Same with you, Doc. Yeah, I'm having like I, I, you sound like crap. What's I'm, I'm, I feel like I didn't even sleep last. Night. I don't. I don't feel hungover. I don't feel bad. I just. I just. If I laid down, I just go right to sleep. Yeah, I'm. Maybe I need a beer. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I should try my beer. Oh, wow, yeah. we need like substitute hosts. Only one that sounds normal. Daniela. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling great. You want to do the show, Bob? I'll just turn. I'll just turn you up, and uh, Doc and I are going to take a nap. Yeah, I'll get push on the line too, and we'll we'll have a good time. Do it, butcher Sunday, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Sunday, it. bloody Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bob. Thanks, brother. All right, bye. See ya. Yeah, I'm sure we do sound terrible. This is definitely one archive I'm not going to listen to. I'll tell you that. The shortest TBN show ever. Don't bother listening. Oh my God! You've got mail. Take it. All right, do have some feedback that came in. <laughs> and a lot of it is about us missing shows, like we went to the JBF and stuff. <laughs> this show we're doing today isn't going to make them much happier. <laughs> no. <laughs> I waited two weeks for this. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. It says, hey, what's up with all the vacations? I need TBN, damn it. You guys get us hooked on all your awesome beer talk and then take all these vacations. What the fuck? Here's the deal. There's obviously a little bit of talent over there. Uh, so you guys need to put some shows on every day, he says. I can only listen to the archives over and over so many times. You got the Jameel show, the Brewcasters, Lunch Meat, and Push in the Ass Clown show. Uh, <laughs> maybe just double up everyone's airtime, two shows per week, and now you'll have a full schedule. And if he, if we air it live, then, then he'll be there. Keep up the good work. Love your shows. That's from San Diego Life. P.S. I would like to hear Push and Sausage get fired on the air. Uh, oh, <laughs> and someone dying on the air would be cool too. I, I'm in agreement about both of those Little things. Snuff radio. Yeah, I can't double up our air schedule around here. You imagine what Jamil would do if I went to Jamil and was like, hey, Jay-Z, I need you to do another show for us. Yeah. <laughs> Guy would just have to move in here, you know? This guy's pretty demanding. He wants us all to do two shows a week. Two he's on tomorrow, week. isn't he? Jamil, yeah, he's on tomorrow morning. Awesome. Doing uh, Scottish beers, I think, tomorrow. Could cool. be a good show. Yeah, he doesn't mean one of those. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'll, I'll add programming as I can, but, uh, you know, there's only so much we can do. There's only so much working for free a brother can do, you know? That's what you think tonight. You have tons of plans for the future, though. <laughs> but tonight you don't think of those. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I have all these different shows yeah, planned. I have and I'm all like, those different shows planned out and all those different things. And here I am telling this guy to piss off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're terrible tonight. I don't want to talk terrible. about it. terrible. All right, this next one comes in and it says, Justine, uh, <laughs> you know meat show having, beer festival attending, drinking less than a girl, Vinnie Puppet humping, JP Blue Ball making over-the-top <laughs> FM DJ wannabe. <laughs> What the hell? How do you expect us to get drunk on Fridays and Sundays if you're too busy flapping your fairy wings around the country, making people think that brewing has gone totally pink? <laughs> brewing gone pink. <laughs> I don't know what has been going on behind the scenes, and it's none of my business, but shit, man, we need to hear some uh, some more shows. 
My wife is already tired of hearing me bitch about the lack of them. Time to put on your big boy underwear and commit to the show. Let Daniela drive back so you can get home in time for the next show. Daniela, you need to blow up, uh, let's, oh, you need to bow up on this little bitch that you call Justine and run the show. <laughs> Hope to hear both shows again soon. Enough of the partying. You better make something good out of this trip. If not, there could be a chat room lynching. Ooh. Ooh. That's an obvious threat. Says, huh? get back on the air soon. Signed, some drunk mofo. Yeah, people don't like it when we don't do shows. I can't wait to the emails I'm going to get this week. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, we're out of here in about half an hour. <laughs> so, uh, alright, here's one, here's a good one. I'll throw in a good one. Hey Justin, you magnificent specimen of a man. Ooh. Starts. And then he says, no, not like that. I don't mean that. I just want to say thanks. I just opened up iTunes, and what do I see? It's a podcast, but not just any podcast. I can tell what it is without even having to look at the description. You can't imagine how frustrating it was to try and find a particular show without the laptop nearby. And to tell you the truth, uh, my first officers, I guess he's in the military, always want to know what I'm doing when I open the laptop up at 41,000 feet only for a few seconds. And then he goes on to say that uh, though between a three-hour show, a two-hour nap, those transcontinental flights go really fast. Um, so anyway, he just wanted to say thanks because what we did was start changing the way we title. The uh, he, he sent me an email, asked if we'd do it, and that's and I responded instantly. And and so we changed the way we title our Sunday shows. It's now by topic. So for example, when you find this episode in your iTunes tomorrow, it will say no the, topic. <laughs> yeah, it'll say the shortest show ever. The shortest hangover show ever is probably what is something to that effect. Uh, okay, and then another thing about iTunes uh, that I want to bring up. This came through in an email also, and then I'll talk about it. It says, FYI, I've just noticed that iTunes inconsistently lists the podcasts from the BN, and I've subscribed to the Sunday show and the Jameel show. Uh, Jameel show is especially difficult to find in iTunes. If the shows don't show up in iTunes, then I have to go to the archives and put the imp- uh, import the MP3 into iTunes themselves. So iTunes is working fine for a while with the with the Sunday show and Jameel show, and all of a sudden, in the last week or two, our shows have vanished from iTunes, and I haven't changed anything. Uh, it, it's all the same, uh, and they're just not there. If you've already subscribed to the RSS feed, then it works. It'll still download the show for you because I I am subscribed just to make sure things are going, and that works. But if I go do a search for us, I can't find it anywhere. So I'm complaining to iTunes now and trying to find out why I've vanished, and I'm not really sure. Uh, are you sleeping over there, Doc? Almost not at all. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what's up with the iTunes, but I am on it. So everybody, thank you for the comments and letting us know that there's something wrong with it. Uh, I'm trying to get them to fix it. Uh, we're not exactly high in iTunes priority list either, so uh, you know they're not a, they're not like jumping for joy to fix my problem. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully they will soon. And that's all the feedback I have for you. I'm sure we're going to have more next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It should be a lot more next week. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, now that we've uh, rambled on for a little while, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve it. That's right. And uh, when we come back, we're going to taste Daniela's beer. If there should be any listeners left. Yeah. And when we're done with that, uh, the show is over. We're going to talk about the GABF, though. Ah, uh, that's right. We do I really... Uh, it was a... Great, great trip, and I really want to get 
you know, get it out there how fantastic this event was. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the winners, who our favorites were, and uh, give you just some of the scoop about our trip out to the GABF last week. It was a good time. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're tuned to the Brewing Network, and this is the Brewcast. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Sinner, do not stray from the straight and narrow way, for the Lord is surely watching what you do. If you approach the devil's den, turn round, don't enter in, lest the hand of the Almighty fall on you. He'll fuck you up. He'll fuck you up. Yes, God will fuck you up. If you dare to disobey his stern command, he'll fuck you up. Don't you know he'll fuck you up So you better do some praying while you can Long ago a man named Lot Had a wife he thought was hot But she could not stop her black and sinful ways You know it was her own damn fault When God turned that bitch to salt That's the way he used to work back in those days He fucked him up he really fucked him up When the people went and turned their backs on him He can fuck you up No shit, he'll fuck you up Just like he fucked the people up back then I used to have a friend named Ray Who walked that evil way He cursed and drank and broke his neighbor's fans You know Ray was full aware that some sheep were over there And he knew them in the biblical sense God fucked him up He went and fucked Ray up Went and paid him back for all his wicked sins He fucked him up Fucked that boy completely up Now he's married to a Presbyterian the song in honor of the holiday we just celebrated, St. Patty's Day. It's my favorite holiday, and uh, I learned a song in honor of it. It's an old Irish song. It's been passed down from generation to generation, from father to son, when the boy's on the verge of manhood. And uh, it's called Down to the Old Pub Instead. Lad, it's your duty to find your lass With childbearing hips and a pink supple ass And make her your wife and love her with love so true Now some rivers run high, some rivers run low When her river runs red and she starts in her flow And it's called menstruation and here's what it means to you You will notice her bloomers are spotty at first Stand back, her ovarian dam's gonna burst So don't be afraid, it's a natural thing Just wad up some cotton and hand her some string Put the old linens on top of the bed Get out of the house and go down to the old pub instead 
She'll retain her water, her breasts will be tender, and every third word that you say will offend her. Get out of the house and go down to the old pub instead. And she'll want to make love. If you do, you're a fool, cause you'll only end up with a bloody O'Toole. Get out of the house, down to the old pub instead. And she'll want you to sample the fruit of her loins But son, it'll taste like some old rusty coins So turn off the light, boy, and take off your hat And drop to your knees, say a prayer to St. Pat Then he'll give you the strength to get out of the bed And for Ireland's sake, go down to the old pub instead Where the lads are a-beating When the moon's full and the gals are a-bleating The Catholic, the Protestant, even the pagan The pub is the place when your lady is ranging So drink of your pint, boys, and thank your shamrocks That as menfolk we don't have to bleed from our cocks And that we can escape from the lady in red And get out of the house and go down to the old pub instead. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. What I need is some rock and roll. Get this show moving. <laughs> that and we're drinking beer now, so things are going to get better. Uh, tasting Daniela's uh, beer that's going into the uh, Queen of Beers. It's the first time we've had it, and uh, what do you think, Daniela? It's no award winner, that's for sure. You don't think so, huh? No. It looks great. The color is fantastic. I think the color is really good. It's nice and clear. It smells like a Kölsch. It does. I use um, Kölsch ale yeast, so the yeast definitely did its trick. What do you think of it, Doc? It's pretty clean. Uh, I think it's a little on the sweet side. It's not balanced enough. Yeah. Not, not enough bitterness. Mm. And you upped the hops on this one, too, didn't you? I did. Yep. And it's... Gotta up it again. Yeah. Well, it's weird because um, compared to the first recipe, when I used the cow ale, I used even more hops this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used it for a longer time, too. So it's funny that it wouldn't be as balanced as the first one yeah. that scored so well. It's all right. It's definitely, it's clean. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it looks nice, right? The color is good, though. Yeah. A little bit of chill haze, huh? Tiny bit. Yeah. But it's still pretty new, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's young. So it could age better. Do you think it tastes like a cull stock? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, she, you, you, it, so it'll fit in that style. Yeah, it will. It's not terrible. It's decent. I, it's not crisp enough for cold. Yeah, but, you're right. Um, it, it, it flows in there. You could probably even do make maybe a cream ale out of it. but uh, Put it in a couple categories, yeah, see what happens. why not? I don't know if you're going to take home another silver, but uh, you never know. Well, most likely not. But if I score over 29, that's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did I tell you, Doc, what happened to one of the carboys? 
brought 10 gallons. Five gallons came out fine. The other carboy had a thick layer of... Um, Some mung on there. Really thick, though. It was like, I don't know, two inches, three inches. Yeah. And the blow-off tube, uh, I had it in a chest freezer. Yeah. I chilled it down to 32 degrees so that I get the beard nice and clear, clean. And it froze. So the blow-off tube froze. You know, the water where the bucket is in right. with the water? That froze. <laughs> so that's the carboy that developed this really nasty layer. I don't know what it was. was Do you think that could be contamination then? Um, maybe. Or didn't... You had a blow-off tube and a bucket of sanitizer? Yeah, yeah. and the sanitizer no, got evaporated and froze. No, I think it probably got sucked up into the tube. Really? Blow, yeah, because as everything cools, it creates a vacuum in there, and it'll it'll pull it. So you might have had just sanitizer in there. Mm. Well, what I tried uh, to do is I just, uh, when I was kegging or racking my beer, I just stick it right through this layer, right. and I tried not to get any of this layer into the um, keg. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't try any of that keg yet. I'm a little scared that it would, you know, totally screw me up. But Give it to Justin for. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a good. Maybe not tonight, but <laughs> next sure. weekend. Chad probably good for that. Yeah. Now there's a lesson to be learned here. Let's go back to this vacuum that you're talking about yeah. because you you then shouldn't use a blow off tube in your in your refrigerator if, if you're going to be cooling it down. Okay. So if you start out something warm, yeah, and you cool it down, it's going to create a you know pressure inside the negative pressure and it's going to pull it'll empty your airlock okay it's happened to me before okay or if you've got a blow-off tube and you cool down the carboy yeah create a vacuum and suck it all back in there now that makes sense because that's yeah. what it is what it looks like it yeah. looked like there was like uh, there's just some solution on top you know like your star sand beer yeah <laughs> it did and in fact it was at least there was some beer left in my carboy yeah that's true you know, now that it's warming up a little bit, it's not terrible, the beer. That's what I asked you. When yeah. you, you, you had a drink before I did, and I asked if it was really cold. Yeah, it's a little cold. It's, it's, in, it's, it's in the chest freezer, so. Getting yeah. Yeah. It's getting a little better. It's definitely, you know, it's not bad. I think it's, it's definitely drinkable. I'm going to drink it. It's much better than my last buck, that's for sure. It's not a bad beer, by any means. Tell you, I got heartburn. I'm trying to swallow <laughs> beer, and it's like I'm swallowing a rock. You know, I think you should definitely take a break of drinking. I think I, do, I want you to not drink for five days now. Are you nuts? No, I want you to do that. And if you don't do that, I'm going to quit the show. And Doc is too. Right, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I am too what? I am you also quitting or, <laughs> or <laughs> I'm I know quitting beer? I know you're responsible enough that you're not going to get hammered tonight again. But I know this guy, so I want him. I need you not to drink for five days now. That's insane. Oz, <laughs> you hear this nonsense? No, he was on the line a second ago because I hung up on him. I, I think you're, you've gone nuts, Daniela. No, I think you almost died last night, so I think it's enough. Oh, you just scared <laughs> her a little bit. Yeah, what the hell? I think he, he made it back to the cabin on his own power. That's right. I was you, don't, you don't know that. He got roofing. You don't know what happened in between. He came hey, back very late. It was so. better than I could do because I couldn't make it back to the cabin. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had to have somebody take me there. Some, uh, some <laughs> chick picked you up with her golf cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oz, you hear this craziness? Mate, when when you went to bed, was your ass bleeding, or did it stop before you went to bed? <laughs> well, he didn't have his underwear on. Nothing wrong with my ass. <laughs> my ass is just, just fine. Had, hey, you got to turn I up had... your volume too. What's with Skype today? I can't hear anybody. It must be you. Yeah, I got it cranked though. I can hear him. He's a little low, but I can hear him. Let me try something else here. See if I can get you louder. I'm all the way up. They're all the way up. Goes to eleven. This one goes to eleven. <laughs> there we go. That uh, that helps. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so what's happening? 
I just had a couple of questions for Doc Sanzo for the, what is it, fourth time in a row you haven't had a guest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we started. not have a guest the last show? Yeah, we did. We had Who Beth did? on. Yeah, we did Beth on. Oh, yeah, we had Beth on. Not a row, but yeah, we got a pretty uh, good. How dare you? Pretty good run you of things. Really, you must have really pissed somebody off. I know. What's going on here? People are just I like, uh, they're like, ah, sure, I'll do the show, and then they just forget about it, I guess. Yeah. You got to you know, oh, keep loss. on them. That's right. Keep on them. Keep on them. Yeah, we'll get him back. Hey, hey, Doc, I got myself a um, an autoclave. I've been sterilising some starter word upping. Okay. In, in mason jars, they're about I don't know, uh, six hundred, eight hundred mils or something like okay. that. Yeah. What What I found though is they're they're boiling over, which shouldn't happen inside an autoclave because it's all pressurised. Right. Am I doing something wrong? Here? Uh, don't fill them quite so full. Uh, they, yeah, and, and uh, they should be okay. Uh, I, I've oh. never had it happen, so it's always. I, I usually fill them about, you know, leave an inch or a little bit more on the top of the mason jar. Yeah, that's about what I've been doing. I'm just wondering because I'm letting all the pressure out all at once. I've got a a um, a wet dry autoclave. Now I'm just letting all the pressure out all at once. So I'm thinking the um, the pressure's going out, but it's still over a hundred centigrade in there is that a possibility should yeah. i just let it go slowly yeah that's what i always used to do i would i would just let it go slowly and come down because when you do it'll it'll because it's the same high pressure yeah inside there is inside your vessel and then when you vent all that it's going to vent the little mason jars too yeah so i should just maybe just switch it off and let it yeah. Down by itself. yeah yeah I, I haven't done that in quite a while for a while i was uh taking my boil kettle and i Siphon off, you know, or drain off everything I could that would go into the carboys, and then you always got the stuff left that's got a lot of hot break. It's got a lot of uh, hop through things like that, and I would take there's probably another gallon in there, mm. so I would put that in a gallon container, and I put it yeah. in the refrigerator overnight, and it would actually just stratify, and all the all the break goes to the bottom, and it would leave quite a bit of wort left on top, mm-hmm. and then I'd siphon that off into the mason jars, and then that would go into the into the no, yeah, and that way I didn't have to mix it up and I didn't waste it, and it was a good way. Of, and I, next time I needed to do a starter, I just crack one of the jars, and it's all nice, all done, sterilized, yeah. and everything. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good Excellent. idea. You got to learn how to vent your vessel. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> got to vent it. Yeah, yeah, regularly. Just not so vigorously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Thanks, brother. Cheers, Mike. I'll see ya. All right, uh, so let's talk GABF a little bit. It was our first time uh, that we went there this year. And Doc, have you ever been to this festival? Yeah. You have been before. Yeah, I was there four years ago, I think. Okay. Something like that. It's fantastic. It's great. Oh, what okay. else can you say? Well, you guys had a really good uh, trip out there, too. Oh, you know, you yeah. got to see the biggest ball of string and you know, everything along the way. And yeah, the largest crater yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, the largest yogurt cup. Yeah, the uh, world's uh, largest house of noodles. You know, all sorts of things along the way. <laughs> that was the highlight of the trip there. Uh, yeah, it was cool. We went to a few breweries, and we took a lot of footage uh, in the form of a digital videotape, and uh, that's being edited now, so hopefully we'll get some usable material out of that. Uh, we stopped off tell, at... Uh, I want you to tell me about the scary brewery. The scary Which, brewery? The one where I think they're trying to sell it, and you guys just... Yeah, we didn't go. Uh, we, yeah, there was this weird brewery in Moab. Uh, we went to Moab Brewing Company, which is great. Yeah. And while we're in Moab, there's a, there's actually another brewing company. 
Um, but it was a weird thing because on the website it said like you know for sale, so we didn't know what we were gonna find there. Like, would they care? Uh, would they want to spend any time letting us come in and film and 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 do it? You know, because if they're selling it, then what do they care? So turns out they haven't brewed there in years, and yeah, the guy's just like closing it down and trying to get someone to buy it. So uh, it wasn't even that scary. There was nothing happening. You didn't get any beer. Not from there, no. Uh, we got it from Moab Brewing Company instead. Okay. No, uh, I thought there was one place you and Jamil just had the choke went down. Oh, I know oh, what you're talking that's about. That's scary. Pl- that when I ordered lemonade because yeah. I'm the only smart one. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. So we're driving uh, through Utah. This was on our way from Salt Lake City to Moab. And we went to two great breweries in Salt Lake City. We went to Uinta Brewing Company, which won a, a bronze medal, I think, at the competition for one of their beers. And we went to Squatters, another uh, great brew pub, good beer. Anyway, we're on our way down and, uh, you know, just driving across Utah here and we see a, a giant billboard that says um, I'm trying to remember the name of this place. I got it all written down somewhere. I didn't. I forgot about this story. I, I tried to erase this from my memory. It was memory. the hole in the wall in the middle of nothing. Yeah, I'll figure out the name for you guys so you don't go here and I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the form. So, But we see this huge billboard for it, you know, and it says brewery. It's 50 miles down the road here and then you take the exit. It's just off the freeway. So you go, okay, well, sweet. By the time we get done with 50 miles, we'll need a little lunch and uh, might as well make it a brew pub, right? So we get off the freeway and we're driving through... Uh, what I'm pretty sure is actually Hazard County, uh, <laughs> and we get to this, uh, qu- uh quote unquote brewery. <laughs> Which is as big as our studio. And walk in, and like, and you know that you're the, you know you're in the locals place when everybody who's in there, like, and it was like four of them, all four of them, they just stare at you when you walk in. Like, it's real small, and we open the door, and they just, like, stare. It's like, we don't usually get people in here. Yeah, right. Uh, at least not people with all their teeth. And <laughs> I don't know if they were staring at Daniela. You know, maybe they don't see too many pretty girls coming through these parts. Pretty. Or just th- that any new face gets stared at. So we go in, and, you know, Jamil starts going through their uh, beer. Is Jamil in the chat room there? No. By chance? So it's going through their beer selection, trying to figure out what to get a pint of. You know, he takes a couple of t- a tastes, and he knows instantly, like, oh, man, this shit is awful. You're in over your head. Yeah, there. like, this stuff's just awful, you know. And But he, at that point, when it's uh, when it's tiny and everybody in the place can hear you as you're ta- tasting them and ordering them, we had to order a pint. Like, we couldn't taste and go, oh, this is shit. We're going to leave now. Right. So we both ordered a pint. Well, come to, come to find out. They don't brew there anymore either. And I asked the lady, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So, you know, who brews your beer now? <laughs> and she says Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, that's what she says. She says Budweiser brews our beer now. And Jamil and I just look at each other like, are you friggin' nuts? Like, there's no way this because it, it was awful. It was terrible, awful, infected beer, right? <laughs> so what I'm mm. thinking, like Jamil and I are trying to figure that out, like why this woman would say it's, if it's Budweiser. Probably the distributor... Is Budweiser, so there's probably a Budweiser truck pulls up and drops off her beer, and there's like a porter and a and a cream ale and a and a brown, you know, not Budweiser beers. So we're not talking. So it's probably a Budweiser truck that pulls up and drops the beer. So she thinks that that Budweiser is the one who makes her beer. (laughs) Yeah. This idiot. Which is a terrible insult. You can say about Budweiser whatever, but their beer is, you know, it's a high quality beer in terms of being clean and not infected. Right. So then. 
she tries to sell me their brewing system that's not being used anymore. <laughs> She's like, why don't you come back here and look at the brewery, you know, and maybe you'd like to buy it. Uh, and I just came in here to drink some beer. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm too nice sometimes. Like, I got to be polite. So I'm like, oh, okay, sure. I'd love to see it. It turns out it looks to me like it's just an extract. It's a small extract right. brewery because there's no mash tun or anything else. Um, and I guess the guy's been trying to sell the thing for like five years and no one's picked it up. I got to figure out the name of this because if someone's looking to pick up a cheap little brewery setup, I think you right. can score it from these guys. Um, I've been in a few of those uh, small brew pubs where, uh, you know, you're wondering how do they even know about brewing beer? Yeah. I was in one. And these. Yeah, we used to concentrate. <laughs> I think he means extract. Okay, good. Yeah. We, we got the mash tun, but you know what? It was just too confusing, so we used the concentrate. Huh? <laughs> concentrate. Okay. I love that. And I asked him how many beers he has on tap. He says, well, we have six beers, but we only brew three. We get the other ones by mixing the other three to get Oh, beer. No. man. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Because I really like our beer. I mean, you can just drink it all day and not get a hangover or not get really hammered. I mean, Cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I want to know how many bars of this kind are out there in the world. Yeah. Where you just drive by. And the thing at this bar was, um, sometimes you, you know, you have those bars in the middle of nowhere and actually the locals do hang out there and they eat because this bar has something very good about it. Like, yeah. you know, they serve you the commercial beer and they might not serve you the great beers, but they have a decent one, but they have like fantastic food or so, or, you know, like the Sometimes. waitress is really hot right. or they have karaoke whatever. on Friday night. They have karaoke or they have like a dance party or whatever this bar didn't even attract too many locals because you know such areas are at least in germany uh, you would find somebody or like a few people hanging out there at 2 p.m drinking beer sure wasn't too many people they all seemed to be employees of this place they were and they were all like pushed up to the bar but there were employees like as the lady's taking me to the back to show me the, the brewery setup she's like bitching at me like oh, they should be cleaning up back here instead of sitting at the bar <laughs> See, there you go <laughs> like, like it I doesn't care. happen all the time yeah right uh it was great it was really nasty actually but the thing is like it's this huge billboard i'm not talking about a little wooden sign so on the pay- side of the freeway like, what are they paying for this billboard yeah apparently uh, not much but they got a giant billboard so we figure hey it can't be that bad if they're spending money on a big billboard yeah, we were wrong, man. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> yeah. So that was actually probably the only place we went to that was a, a negative experience. Although, in its negative negativeness, it's uh, actually a positive experience because we got to learn, you know, uh, about a place like that. I got yeah. to learn that I really like cherry lemonade. Yeah, they were fresh squeezing their lemonade. Uh, a lot of it too. They must have been waiting for that lunch rush. <laughs> they were squeezing lemonade like it. Maybe they just expected me to want a refill or so. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we better make sure our one customer gets a refill <laughs> if, she, if she wants one. Starts, Maggie, start squeezing more lemons. You know what was awesome though? My lemonade was 50 cents. Yeah? Yeah. I wish our beer should have only been 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. What did that cost you for a pint? Yeah, I don't know, a couple beer. of bucks. It was cheap yeah. too. It was, actually, it was cheap. It was like $2.50. Yeah. Something like that. It wasn't worth it. It's terrible. That was our only bad experience, though, because all the other places were really great. Did oh, Jamil yeah. finish his beer? He didn't. I, I finished his beer. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, here, you can finish mine, too. And I, no, I actually don't even think I finished the whole thing. We, we left about quarter glass in each one. Because they're just sitting there, like, staring at you. Drink it. Like, we go sit down at a booth, and they're still talking to us from the bar. It's like a real small place. Yeah. 
or you got you guys going to some kind of beer fest or something? And we're like, yeah, it's a, you know the the biggest beer fest that's right around the corner here, Great And they're like, yeah, I think I heard about that once or twice before. <laughs> it's a brewery saying this, or ex brewery or something. And uh, so yeah, we couldn't just kind of like leave a full glass there, is what I'm saying, because yep. they're like all staring at us and talking to us. And now they know that we're on this beer tour because we're talking to them, and that we're we're gonna do this on the radio. We're gonna talk about the places. So I especially can't be rude enough to go like, man, all I'm gonna have to say about your uh, your place is that it sucks and nobody should go there. I hope the food's good, though. Usually, you expect uh, at such a bar. I usually expect a woman being the bartender who has a big beard, and Killer is just saying also a lot of tattoos. Usually, that's yeah. like the stereotypes. And you also expect them to be all brothers and sisters, and still, <laughs> and still go to the, the sack together. <laughs> that's what my fantasy was instantly. Hey, caller, you're on the air. What's happening? Hey, what's up? Who are we, who are we talking to? Buzz Cut. Buzz, how are you, brother? Good, yeah. Good. So we met Buzz up, and uh, that was our first stop at Silver in Peak Reno. in Reno. Buzz and his wife. What did you guys think of that growler or beer? The one that we got? Ooh, yeah. it was good. You got good. the brown, right? Yeah, ours was good. Oh, mine was bad. That's what I heard. I heard you saying that you got a bad beer. Ours was fine. I I, I drank the shit out of it that night. Bad well, hell, Buzz. I drank, I drank like two glasses, and I'm like, well, this is horrible. And then I called, uh, I called Mike, and Mike's like, oh, shit, Dan, I'm sorry about that. Bring it down. Gave me another growler or beer. And it was fine then? Oh yeah, perfect. Mm, that's weird. Out, though. Yeah, because uh, uh, we got the same one, but ours was fine. It must have been in the growler. Maybe there was some infection in there or something yeah. that you got. Uh, but that's good. They took care of you. They gave you another one. Oh yeah, and then they were brewing. But then the, he was brewing up till about midnight, and then the, they closed the restaurant. And the the head lady there is like, "Get the hell out of here!" I'm like, "Well, I'm watching Mike brew." Oh no, you're not. You're leaving now. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Well, you know when those places close, they're like, hey, "We got I want to get home." You know, it happens. Yeah. So, cool. yeah, but uh, I like their beer. They had a lot of great beer, and we got some good footage of that place too. In fact, those are some of the pictures that we used uh, so far that we've posted. The because, shiny ones. Yeah, because they had really cool, uh, you know, fermenters and stuff. And there was a really. Did nice you guys get to go downstairs? Uh, I, you know, just briefly, I didn't really check it out too much. I, I looked in the door. That's about it. But yeah, that's where they do all their storage, right? Well, they do their storage and the, and the grinding and all that. Okay. So they do it all. It's a good place. Check out silverpeak.com. I think you can go there, silverpeakbrewery.com, something like that. Um, and, and if you're ever in Reno, I recommend going there. And then the other one, uh, there's another one up there, Great Basin. Is that what it's called? Yeah, they won a gold at the... Uh, that's at right. The GBAP or whatever the hell. That's right. GABF. I'll tell you, I think we were a jinx because of all the play. We tried to pick breweries that were entering beers in the GABF, and the the ones that we ended up having to skip, you know, that were on our list, but we couldn't. We just kind of cut them because we were getting short on time. Those are the ones that won. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that we went to, except for Uinta, they didn't. They didn't win. So I think we jinxed some people because Great Basin, which we had to cut off, they ended up winning a gold. Did Uh, you try the? Silver Peaks uh, Scotch Ale? I did. And what did you think of that? I thought that was a really nice beer, that too. That is an excellent beer, isn't yeah. it? A good Scotch Ale, that's right. Maybe, in I fact, like uh, I bet Jamil will talk a little bit about it on tomorrow's show, because uh, he's doing Scotch Ales for that. So Yeah, yeah I'll, be on, I'll be on my way to Concord tomorrow, so I won't listen to it. All right. Well, you check it up on the archive. All right. Thanks, Buzzcut. Hey, you guys have fun. You too. See you, we'll see you brother. Later.
That's a good dude. And yeah, we met Buzzcut and his wife Danielle, both very nice people, and had lunch with them there at uh, Silver Peak. That was our first stop. And we went from there, we shot straight across uh, all of Nevada uh, to get to uh, Salt Lake City. City. We just, we shot right from Salt Lake, uh, from Reno to Salt Lake, and uh, just in time to uh, gr- uh, grab some dinner and pints at Squatters. Oh, and that was fantastic. Female brewer at Squatters, um, not around, unfortunately, that night because she just had a baby a week ago or so. Yeah, she just popped out a little bun. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, or that. Ugly kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Not a laughs> Most likely. Another little ugly white kid for us to uh, have to deal with. Anyways, I want to point out that um, Female Brewer and she had amazing lager beers. Jamil and I uh, first ordered a Schwarz beer. Justin had a Vienna. Vienna lager, lager, yeah. yeah. And uh, the Schwarz beer was... Uh, Mine and I also believe Jamil's favorite beer of the trip. Wow! It was amazing. It was perfect Schwarz beer, really very nice. Um, also, their alt beer, so all their lager beers were really amazing. And the interesting thing about it is very low in alcohol, as you guys know. Utah has those uh, very special laws about alcohol. So um, Jamil, in particular, was just uh, really reconfirmed in his theory that you can um, really brew amazing, good beers with good body and have a low alcohol beer. You don't have to go high in alcohol just to get good body. Yeah. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to set up a show with some of those brewers because I think that the techniques that they use are really interesting in how they adjust the mash temperature and things like that so that they can still have a full-bodied beer. And I think it'll make for a good show to talk to some of these yeah. guys about how – I mean, because they do this, you know, like Moab Brewing Company. That guy was busy, and he, he has to brew a lot of beer just to keep it up uh, in their, their brewery there, which was packed on both days that, that wow. we saw it. Uh, and just the guy's real interesting in talking to us about how they do get those full-flavored right. beers. So, yeah, th- that'll be a good show. Now, there is a myth. You're allowed to actually have over 4% beers if they're in a bottle yeah. in Utah, but they're not allowed to serve them on tap. That's not a myth. That's so, a fact. I mean, what you do is you bottle your beer. Yeah, well, what they want is the state participates then in the whole beer distribution because what the bars do or the breweries do is they bottle their beer, they sell it to the state, and then they buy it back from the state. So the, <laughs> yeah. The state really has an eye on how many uh, high alcohol beers are being sold in Utah. Yeah. That's how it goes. Isn't that interesting? I know. Shake your head. It's ridiculous. Uh, it is. <laughs> well, someone's got to fund that uh, Mormon church there. <laughs> it's the beer guys who are doing it, I guess. Anyways, it's, well, it was interesting. Because Jamil and I also got talking because uh, he knows that German style lagers usually are low in alcohol compared to what the IPAs are, for example. And um, he um, thought that uh, some of the lager beers you get here are just too high in alcohol for the style. And it was just amazing to see that it can work the other way. Yeah. Yeah, so those were good breweries. And then we hit uh, Kanaw Creek. That was uh, our first brewery in Colorado. We hit it right there in Grand Junction as you're crossing the border, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, nice beers there. We didn't get to talk to the brewer. He was already on his way to GABF at that point. Uh, but they had a lot of nice beers. We did a sampler. You know, we try to do a sampler at all these places we go, of course. We want to try all their beers. And uh, most of them were really generous and, and, and wanted to know what we thought of the beer and all that. And then spent some time, uh, you know, doing the tours with us and all that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so what we're going to do, like I said, is we got this video for it, and we're editing it up, and uh, we'll, we'll let you see how it goes. We're not really focusing on the festival itself in the video. There'll, there'll be some shots, but uh, there was actually some other really uh, good coverage of that. You can uh, search around. You'll find videos uh, of the actual festival. Ours is more the road to it and the breweries we got to go to. And I think if the footage comes out, you guys are going to be real happy about yeah. uh, seeing these breweries because some of them were, were really impressive, and it was cool to be there. Uh, let's talk about some of the winners. Uh, just, uh, you know, the breweries that won Brewery of the Year. Well, yeah. Large Brewing Company 
and Large Brewing Company Brewer of the Year went to Pabst. (laughs) (laughs) Pabst Blue Ribbon won Large Brewing Company of the Year. I thought that was interesting. JP must have been jumping up and down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) JP loves him some Pabst. Mid-Size Brewing Company and Mid-Size Brewing Company Brewer of the Year, New Glarus Brewing Company. Yeah. And they had a lot, they, they had a booth there where you could, you know, uh, they were serving their beer, and there was a line around the whole place to get it, to get to their beers. Yeah. They have some fantastic beer. They do. And they don't distribute it? They don't. And, uh, no. and that's what creates that demand. I think they're very smart for, for doing that. In fact, I think that uh, Sean, like, bought himself a case, yeah. you know, when he was passing through there or something just because he knew he, he's not going to mm-hmm. be able to get it again. Uh, so that was cool. I'm glad that they won because uh, almost uh, I've not had a bad beer from them. Every one of them is fantastic. Uh, so that was cool. Also, highlight, Category 22, American Style Specialty Lager. You know who that one? <laughs> yeah, this is funny. <laughs> you were amazed by that, too. Yeah. Mickey's Malt Liquor. Yeah. Mickey's went, took a gold. And now, here's the story about the gold medals in the GABF. There's a special thing to it, right? A gold medal really does not mean it was the best uh, beer of the entered ones. It means it has to be an exceptional beer. There were some categories where they didn't yeah, give they, away gold medals right. because it was not good enough. Mickey's is exceptional. It was an exception. <laughs> I, I think that it reads like exceptional world-class beer is what it has to be to, to give it a gold. And I guess uh, Mickey's met that criteria. Caller, you're on the air. What's happening? Hey, what's up? Uh, not much. Who are we talking to? Hey, this is Mike. I'm Kuda from the forums over there. How are you, Mike? Hey, good. I'm doing great. Um, just called to check in. I've been uh, brewing some beer for a couple months now, and just went down to Magnolia's last uh, this weekend and had a great time. Yeah, did you like the beer there? You know what? Dave makes some great beer. Yeah, he really does. Um, yeah, he does. I got a couple questions though. Go ahead. Um, I, I love his cast condition nails. But if Doc, is Doc there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, I got a couple questions on the cast condition stuff. Okay. What, um, com- compared to normal, you know, beers, what's different about the cast ales compared to the regular ales? Are we talking barrel aged? Uh, just- no, Dave just got some, I mean, he does stuff that's both, um, he's got, you know, just regular draft stuff and then he's got his cast stuff. I mean, it's obviously a little bit warmer, less carbonation. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that the only difference? Well, they they don't pressurize it; so they'll serve it with whatever it is, and they naturally carbonate it too. Yeah. Uh, what is the cast? I mean, is it compared? I mean, because we I, I usually do corny kegs. I've never done. You know, to tell the truth, I've only been brewing for two months. Oh, all right. Got, but you know, I got I got to thank you guys because it's mostly you guys that have been making me you know make great beer. I'll, I'll have to give you guys that. Hey, thanks, brother. I'm glad we could help. Yeah, I got about fifty gallons under my belt so far in two months. So, <laughs> wow. Um, uh, and I, I, I skipped the bottle stuff because you know all the forms and stuff said it's just the house, so I went straight to keg. So, anyways, you know I had the cast stuff and it was great. Um, I was just wondering what the difference was. You know, I, 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 mean, I remember talking to him about that too, and I don't remember what he told me uh, because I'd ask him if he was doing barrel, and he said no, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't get any oak out of it, so no. I mean, it wasn't anything like that. I mean, no, I think it's just I mean, how he handles it. Yeah, and I, I, I I'm gonna have to check back with him because I did ask that specific question. Yeah, and he did tell me, and I just don't remember. Huh. Yeah, Doc Stone yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed it, it was kind of cool because they, they they had a difference between cast. You know, they had a couple of beers that were different between cast and regular draft, and you could taste the difference. So yeah, you know, we I went with a group of about mm, about fifteen people. 
So all of us ordered different beers, and so I had a chance to taste pretty much everything that was on the menu. Yeah. And uh, everything was great, except for I'm a real big fan of the Belgian, the whites, Belgian, the wit beers. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a little hoppy, but, you know, it could be me, the fact that I had the, <laughs> the IPA right before. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so that, that could have been, kind of set me over the top. Yeah. Uh, hey, how many, how, how many gallon batches are you brewing? Uh, five. Five, okay. Five. Because uh, I'll tell you what you can do. I mean, basically, conditioning the beer w- w- really changes it. So if you were to split a batch and you, uh, you know, naturally carbonated uh, one of those, you know, kegs and you force carbonated the other one, you would I don't know, think I can wait that long. <laughs> well, you'd yeah. taste a difference, and you'd be you'd, you'd start answering your own question about the difference in those beers at Magnolia, because it yeah. really is different when you when you prime a beer and 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 naturally carbonate it like that, and in, 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 in essence uh, cask conditioning it, uh, then then force carbonating it. It does you know change it, and it's it, it might not be the uh, it, it might be subtle differences, but it's different, you know. So you should try splitting a batch if you get a chance. You know, you'll yeah. uh, you'll be able to tell the difference. I, I actually got one more question. I, I sat down to Tornado there, and they, you know that's amazing. Boy, yeah, if anybody yeah. gets a chance to go down there, you got to take a chance to go down there. That place is just off the hook. Agreed. Um, I, I tried Pliny the Elder, of course. You know that's the first beer I I, I have because I, I just want to take a taste a sample of that. But um, you know I got to give props to uh, Russian River. Yeah. You know Vinny is amazing. I tried some of their bottles. I tried the. The Temptation. Yeah. It was the, it's the uh, strong blonde with the Chardonnay barrel with the uh, Britannomyces. Oh, man. That, you know, that was amazing. Yeah. All Vinny's you know, beers that, are great. He's got a new one yeah. coming out, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I got another yeah, one he's telling me about. I got to get up there. I, I live just up in El Dorado Hills up here. Okay. So not too far away from you guys. Yeah, you got to get there, man. Go to his place because he puts a lot more on tap. So you got to check it out. He won a bunch of medals at the GABF, too. Oh, so, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, is that going to do it for you, Kuda? Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much one question. I've been making, I made some root beer for the kids there, and you know, everybody says once you go root beer, don't go back in the, the cornies there. Um, what, what's the deal with that? Is that just the gaskets, or is the, yeah, know, it's the, just don't the don't ga- do it, but they never gave me a reason why. It's the gaskets and your your uh, beer line, and it it just gets that taste in there from the from the root beer. It's usually that wintergreen flavor. So uh, just. Just mark the beer line, pretty much. You yeah. know, if I ask it, you know, obviously that's not, not big deal. So just make sure you got a special beer line because the kids love it. You know. And, and yeah, you just just dedicate that one corny to it all the time. But yeah, it's just the it gets into the gaskets and it gets in your beer line too. Be a little yeah. careful too with uh, your manifold for your CO two. If you don't have a check valve on it, uh, your your pale ale is going to taste like uh, root beer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah, that'll give it some off flavors, won't it? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Kuda. Okay. All right, buddy. Take care. On this note, of course, Pliny won gold. Yeah, of course. Out of, an I exceptional world-class beer. Yeah. Uh, I think out of uh, almost 60 entries, he took gold again with the Pliny. I think there was like uh, 89. No, 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 no. I think it was 57. Oh, is that right? I think it was Category 40, Imperial uh. or Double uh, IPA. Oh, that's right, because it was the yeah. regular IPA category that, that had, had, that so had 89 uh, entries. That yeah. was interesting anyways to see. Um, uh, you guys can check it out, too, uh, on the homepage they have now all uh, the Great American Beer Festival. They have the winners list there, yeah. and they give you how many entries per category. It's yeah. interesting to see how IPA is dominating the entire festival. Yeah. It's really it amazed me because um, IPA has eighty, ninety entries. Some categories, uh, lager beers have like twenty, yeah. twenty-five. Yeah. 
Firestone's IPA took something not in an IPA category, in some other category. They got uh, themselves a medal, too. I do want to mention this one, the um, Small Brewing Company of the Year and Small Brewer of the Year, Bear Republic, yeah. right up here in, mm-hmm. in Healdsburg. Yeah. They took some medals. Uh, they took a bunch of medals. They were real excited. They brew great beer. I've, I've been a fan of theirs uh, since I started drinking craft beer, basically. First time I had their Racer 5 IPA, whew, that's a damn fine IPA. Yeah, he does a pretty good job with that. So we're going to be up there next Saturday, actually. Uh, I'm going to try to get a little chat with uh, the brewer, Rich, his name, and uh, talk to them uh, just about, you know, how he feels about being the, the, the you know, brewmaster of the year there. Yeah, we got the tour from the dad. It's, oh, okay. kind, of, it's kind of a family run. Yeah, it's thing. all family, yeah. And the dad took us all around. Dad's not a brewer, but he's, right. he's, he's a schmoozer. <laughs> but I was, I was trying to get some secrets out of him, but. Nothing, huh? Nothing. Yeah. Um, I was surprised with the was the medium brewery, uh, is it the Pelican Bay. Or yeah. Uh, no, actually, that was um, their large brew pub. Yeah. Uh, yeah, large brew pub uh, was Pelican Pub and Brewery in Pacific City, Oregon. I was there last summer. Oh yeah. And uh, you just keep going out of the coast, you know, Oregon coast, and, and there's like this little t- sort of a town out there, and then this place is right on the on the sand. Okay, and nice. It, but it's like, you know, it took me an hour to get there. Yeah. In Portland or more. And why would they put this out there? Right. Mm-hmm. How was the beer, though? Was it was it pretty worth, good. Worth the trip? Yeah. And actually, they were brewing when I was there, but. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this, it just amazed me they're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right on the coast. It's like, hmm, okay. So check it out. You can go to beertown.org and have a look at it yourself and uh, get the whole list of winners. It was really an exciting time. I recommend uh, recommend going to this thing. It was great to meet the listeners. Uh, we met H2 out there. Mr. Uh, Henning. Mr. Henning out there. Offensive uh, CJ. Met offensive CJ. He showed us after a couple of hours how offensive he can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bug eater. One eye. One eye. Yeah, uh, a bunch of listeners out there. It was Must cool. I, I I apologize if I've not. Rich was there. Uh, uh, nothing personal if I don't mention your name. I just you know. You just hung over. Yeah, I just hung over exactly. But it was, it was really cool to just to meet everybody, and it, you know it means a lot to us when uh you know we get to meet the people and and and. You know, they're always thanking us, and I feel like, you know, actually thanking you for tuning in and listening and keeping us, you know, doing this every week. Absolutely. And that felt, you know, that was real cool. You know, one guy, so check this out, Doc. I about cried about this guy. It just uh, warmed my heart, you know. We go out to uh, Golden City Brewing Company, and we actually did a brew with them in Golden City. They're called the the other Golden City's Other Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, so we brew there. And a few listeners came out, and, and we met some new people who had never listened before. They just were there tasting beer. and uh, So we're running around doing our thing, and we're filming. We're shooting the whole thing. And, and I see a guy. He's hanging out in their beer garden, and he's kind of watching what we're doing. I just figured he's checking it out because, you know, anytime you got people running around with cameras and stuff, you're always wondering what's happening. Yeah, what's going on? And he sat there. I saw him there, and he sat there for like an hour or something, right? And then we're about to leave. Jamil and I are, are walking away, and then he comes up, and he's like, hey, hey, you know, Justin. I just, uh, I just wanted to, to shake your hand and say thank you for the show. And I brought you this. And he gave us a bag of, of beers. He gave us like three beers. One of his own, or four. One of his own and three that, you know, we wouldn't normally be able to get, uh, cause he's from that area. And just went and hand picked them. And he's like, I just didn't want to bother you. You know, we said, what, <laughs> you should have come in. We, we, we done the brew session with us, the whole thing. He's like, I, I didn't want to bother you. 
You know, and he sat there and he waited, and and, I, and he just came up. And he said, "I just want to say thanks for the show." And I'll tell you what, uh, that means a lot. Like that really yeah. means a lot that a guy, uh, you know, enjoys the show enough that he they take the time out, they come out there at their own time just to just to thank us for doing it. And he sat around for an hour. And he sat around. That's and, uh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, it just was it was really cool to meet guys like that and everybody because uh, you know people are real good to us, man, and 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 uh, it was cool. So. Cheers to all of you. Prost. Uh, it was good to meet you, and it was fun, and uh, we'll be doing it again. I think we'll have to do more listener gatherings yeah. uh, in the future. I mean, we're going to the East Coast soon, so yeah. maybe yeah. we can set up something there. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what we're going to do. We are going to say, I alluded to that in the newsletter, which came out on Friday. Uh, we are doing an East Coast trip. Uh, i gotta go, I got to go see some family, you know? i got to see my new, uh, uh, what is he, my nephew? He's your nephew. Yeah. I never know what's what. So my nephew, I got to go out. You know, my brother's kid and uh, my folks, my dad. So we're going out there, and we're going to be doing some brewery stuff there, too, uh, to to be determined. I'll I'll keep you guys posted. But I'd like to set up some listener gatherings. Uh, So... um, We'll try to be figuring that out in the next, uh, you know, couple of weeks so that we can get it all planned out and, and, and we'll see you out there. So, uh, that's, that's about it. Uh, I did send out two versions of the newsletter. I know a lot of people for some reason couldn't open a thing. I, I don't get it. Like some, some people was fine, others they didn't. So I sent you all a link too. You can just link right up to it. I, can, I think I screwed up a couple of the links on there, like the old, uh, like I, I put, I tried to link up to our, all the wallpaper that Andy Kilroy's done for us uh, from the uh, Where Drunk Meets Genius comic strip he does. It was a Vinnie Puppet this time, right? It's a Vinnie Puppet wallpaper this time, and I don't know, I think I messed up the links. So if I did, I'll, ch- I'll double-check it. I'll post those things in the forum. Uh, so if you really want the new uh, the new wallpaper, you got to see it, Doc. It's funny. Yeah. Our new... Uh, Laptop wallpapers got the Vinnie puppet on it. <laughs> if you're not subscribed uh, to the newsletter, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. So uh, you got to get over there and sign up for the newsletter, and, and it keeps you informed. And although the information was inaccurate this time, I told you Friday we're going to be talking to uh, you know Christian from Ulfabricken today. And, what can uh, you do? Somebody gets stuck on a boat. So if you are just tuning in and wondering why we're just rambling with no guest, uh, our guest is, is stuck on a on a boat. Uh, I have a brewing related question for Doctor Scott. Go ahead, please. So, Dr. Scott, can I make a mini beer on the stove, about one gallon of chocolate and cherries, and then add it to my dry st- to my dry stout in the secondary to make chocolate cherry stout? Hmm. Yeah. Good. I don't see. Yeah, I'd like to know how, what how they're going to do it. You want to know afterwards? No, but beforehand, you know, just what what What's they're the making process? the mini beer on there. Yeah, what the process is. Didn't tell but me so far. But that, that that wouldn't be a bad way to do it. I wouldn't dump it all in there. I would put some in there and see how much you need to put in there, mm. and a little more, a little more, till you get it where you want. Instead of just figuring what you want and dumping it in there and overdoing it. Good idea. Or yeah. if you do, if you got two kegs of it, you know, you do one <coughs> different than the other and see which is better. Yeah. Because right? whenever you're adding stuff to your beer, you got to be careful on not overdo it. Yeah. If you overshoot it. It's real hard to get it back the other way. Here's another question for you, Doc. Uh, come from the chat room. Is it really necessary to add priming sugar to the corn and keg? And I guess this depends on how you're going to carbonate that bad boy. Right. No. Uh, you got to put some kind of fermentables in there. A uh, couple different things you can do. The thing I did on the heft last was uh, when I was done with the boil and I cooled everything down, I only put all but about a gallon into the into the fermenter and fermented that, and I kept the other gallon out. Uh, in the chest freezer cold. Yeah. Then I added that back into the corny and racked on top of it. And then I closed it off. And that actually made, makes it a lot nicer than 
uh, using DME. Yeah. You can use corn sugar. You can use DME. You can eat a little more DME than the corn sugar. Um, so it doesn't have to be sugar. There's a lot of other things you can do. Now, what about those? Uh, you know, I've heard of brewers uh, capping off their fermentation, so they'll actually stop the blow-off tube. Right, right. They'll, they'll cap it early before it's done entirely done mm-hmm. fermenting, so that they can retain some of that CO two to to carbonate right. it that way. Yeah, that works too. Uh, so you could do that, but, uh, but you have to do, you have to do the math a little bit ahead of time because you need to know how many Play-Doh you need left. Right. Put it in, so you got to monitor it. Yeah, I can't do that if I have to do math. Yeah, so we forget it. This caller is a brewing related question. All right, caller, you're on the air. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going real good. Who are we talking to? This is uh, Matt. Hey, in Fisher too, I guess. The okay. guy who gave us the shirts at the oh, GAF. Oh, Matt, thanks for the shirts, brother. Hey, uh, just a quick question. There's been a uh, discussion on my beer club and on the forums about whether or not you can use an aluminum brew kettle. Okay. Doc? Uh, yeah. For the longest time, yeah, it was everybody would say, no, don't use it, don't use it. But the more stuff I see now out there is it's okay. Yeah. It's certainly cheaper. Yeah. yeah, and actually, it's a, it's better in that it uh, distributes the heat a lot better because stainless steel doesn't distribute heat very well. So all that burner is right wherever that is. That's where it's hot. Ah. Or if you have an aluminum pot, it actually spreads the heat out a lot more. So a lot of if you got a lot of money, you can get a aluminum clad bottom on your stainless steel pot. All oh, right, it's real expensive, but it does you know distribute the heat a lot better. Yeah, but uh, from more and more what I've read, as long as the uh, oxide layer is on there, you're good. So you don't want to scrub it with your you know, your stainless steel scrubby brush and then throw beer in it. Got to keep right. it sealed. Yeah. This is a doctor's opinion, too, I guess. Yeah. That's right. All right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, it's... Does Ian have a malpractice insurance? <laughs> <laughs> no. You, if you guys ever decide to sue us, uh, you'll get a couple of microphones and a mixer. Uh, that's about all we got here, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> all right. Hey, did you have a good Did you have a good time at GABF? Oh yeah, man. I got I was I was exhausted when I got home though, but it was great. Yeah. I mean, I must have tried 50 beers. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the best part. You know, in, in the beginning, when I found out that they're only doing these one ounce pours, I was like, well, that's kind of cheap you know what if you want a, a half a pint or something uh, i was i ended up being so thankful that they were one ounce pours because you really got to try a bunch of different right. beers that way you know without getting all beered out uh, did you guys get a chance to try the uh, malt liquor no 10.2 percent malt liquor it was actually not bad who who made it um gosh they were over by paps and i just don't remember so uh. they didn't stick with me but uh and it was good huh yeah, it was just—it was smooth, you know. Yeah. And uh, see, I only—I dr- only drink my malt liquor out of a paper bag. <laughs> Get the freeway bag going. Yeah. <laughs> down, down in the down in the park, right? That's right. That's right. Hey, Matt. Yes. Happy Danielle. birthday! Happy late birthday! Thank you, Danielle. Oh, there you go. Happy. How old did you turn, Matt? Uh, twenty-nine. Last, Is that right? Uh, last Sunday, yeah. Isn't that a magical number? Twenty-nine. Wow! Happy birthday, brother. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see ya. Good dude there. Matt uh, actually wrote that article uh, in Zymergy, too, about us. Appreciate that.
think I bashed him for it on the show. Didn't mean to. It was a good article. <laughs> and then he showed up with the, he made these great shirts for us. Uh, Tell him what they say. Yeah, so my shirt says, uh, I'm an over-the-top FM DJ. <laughs> it's got the Brewing Network logo on it, so it's cool. So I can wear it to promote, too. And, uh, and then Daniela's says, uh, in German, I'm with stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, it, the arrow pointing over at me. Uh, so, uh Haha, ha. but they're awesome, actually. They're really cool, and I think there's a picture of them in the forum. If you go. yeah, I saw the picture. Okay, so if you go to Beer Radio, you can see what we're talking about. It's under there. Thanks for that, Matt. That was cool. Another good listener it was great to meet. Uh, okay, I think that's it, folks. We're gonna wrap things up here. Um, next week is gonna be an exciting show, and I can't really say anything about it because Doc's sitting right here. Yeah, he um, won't, he's scaring me. He won't tell me anything about it. So uh, I did write a little bit about it in the newsletter. So Doc, if you got the newsletter, don't no. don't read it. So don't don't do any no newsletter for you. Okay. All right. I promise. So uh, check that out for more information. Plus, I'll post things on the website. So also, don't look at our web. You can look in the forum, Doc. Okay. But don't look at our homepage this week, just in case I have to post further information that I don't want you to know about. Okay? You're, you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> so, But it's going to be a fun show. It's Doc's birthday next Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. And we, we've got a good show planned for you. So uh, don't worry about all this uh, you know, guests being stuck on boats nonsense for next week. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be – it's really going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about that show. And uh, glad Doc's spending his birthday with us. Yeah, I thought it would be – Nice to do the show on my birthday. Yeah. You want to read this question, Daniela? Yeah. Ask it. Here, I can't re- understand your writing today. I think I'm still stoned. Okay, well, I'm trying to write this. Doc, if I use pure O2 to oxygenate through an air stone, is it possible to get me the partial pressure to oxygen too high so that will affect the yeast gas exchange? This is how I received the questions, by the way. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it? No, you're, you're okay. Um, just to remember, the pure O2, you're only going to get up to a saturation level in the in the liquid anyway. So it shouldn't be a problem. And it dissipates, and the yeast eat it all up. So I wouldn't worry. You're not doing it under pressure. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it sealed, corny, and then pumping oxygen into it, you might have an issue with that. But uh, don't worry about it. You, know, you won't get that much in solution. I mean, if you're getting up there, I think it was 12... PPM, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot. Okay. But I don't think you'll be able to get up that far. All right. And the last question of the day for the good dog. Um, 1.110 OG Scotch Ale has stuck at 1.063, two weeks now. It still tastes clean, just too sweet. So should I pitch new yeast or should I just wait it out? I would check it in a week and see if it drops any. Um, one guy in our club did a really big Scotch Ale like that. And I think it ended at... 1045. Wow. And, but he got kudos and big marks for that. But it came down from a really high original gravity. Really? And <coughs> it wasn't that sweet either. So. so you gotta wait it out a little bit. I would wait it out a little bit, give it a week and see if it drops any. Uh, you can try repitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I actually, I would, I wouldn't leave it where it is. Mm-hmm. I would, I would try something before I gave up on it and said good enough. Yeah. So repitching wouldn't be a horrible idea. I would pitch big. Do a big, big starter and repitch. All right. Have you ever brewed meat, Doctor Scott? Um, long time ago, I did one. Right now, I do have sixty gallons of or sixty pounds of honey waiting to do a mead soon. Are you gonna use wine or beer yeast? Um, um, I will probably 
I don't like champagne yeast in the mead. Sometimes it, I mean, it'll still it'll it just gets it too dry for me. Mm-hmm. But you, it's it's tough because it, it could be easily too sweet too. There's a lot of guys talking at a mead uh, lecture at this last weekend, so got a lot of pointers from those guys. Yeah, it was a. Uh one of the, the theme of this year's uh, NCHF was yeah. the Renaissance, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so mead was, was focused on quite a bit. Some good meads there. Pomegranate mead. That was a good one. Nice one there. Yeah, there's I a lot of meads. Yeah. I prefer the dry meads, I've noticed yesterday. Yeah, me too. Sweet, that's dry. it. All right, uh, what do I got for you? A few thank yous uh, to be done here. Uh, if the audio is coming through clearly on your end, that is thanks to uh, one of our faithful and generous listeners sending us a new compressor to solve our problems from last week. Uh, it looks like it's working over here, so I'm just hoping that uh, it's working over there. Right. And I want to give a great big thank you for uh, to the listener who sent that to us. That's very, very cool of That's you. That's Parker. And, uh, yes, and... Um, you saved a lot of listeners from having to uh, hear us cut out all show long. So yeah, thank you, thank you. That was very cool. I put that in, and uh, seems to be working well. Uh, another thank you uh, on a personal note. Uh, push. Uh, so this is cool, Doc. You're gonna you're gonna like my selection here. Push. Uh, he just gave me a little you know gift certificate for my birthday. It was very cool. You guys are all so generous to us, man. Uh, and so I wanted to say I bought some some brewing books with it. So I figured I'd share that with you guys uh, so you know what's on my reading list for the next couple of months because uh, I used that to buy some books that I've been wanting for a while. I got uh, Stan Hieronymus's, uh, Hieronymus's book, Brew Like a Monk. That's a nice one. Uh, I've only thumbed through it, so okay. I haven't gotten to sit down and read it. Well, I'm getting so into the, the Belgian beers now and the lamb and everything that um, I, I've been wanting to read this book, and I hear that it's uh, you know one of the most definitive ones yeah. about the uh, a Trappist Abbey and strong Belgian ales, and hoping to learn how to. Uh, I can't even get my pale ale right. I'm ready to start <laughs> jumping into these Belgians, but hey, it can't hurt to, to try. Uh, I also got uh, the book Wild Brews under the same uh, publication mm-hmm. as the other. Have you read this one at all? No. Um, yeah, this is uh, beer beyond the influence of brewer's yeast. So just another, uh, you know, sort of creative, uh, crazy beers. And the last one I got, uh, I want to I want to interview uh, Sam Calgione. He doesn't even know yet. Uh, you know, Dogfish Head Brewery. Mm-hmm. I got to contact him. I want him to come do the show. So I got his book. Do a little background research too. Uh, he's got this uh, entrepreneurship book, Brewing Up a Business. So I'll read that. Uh, I'll give you guys a review on it if you're interested. When I'm done, I'll I'll go ahead and tell you what I think about the book, so you can decide if you want to go pick them up yourselves too. But I want to thank Push for that because uh, the money uh, got got well spent on all these brewing books and. Uh, Maybe I'll learn a thing or two and be able to talk about it. <laughs> that's a tall order for you. <laughs> I can dream, right? Yes. Uh, so that's cool stuff, and, and thanks very much. Uh, I do apologize uh, that our guest is stuck on a boat today, uh, but these things happen. Uh, what we'll do is, I don't know, maybe we can reschedule a phone interview with him. Uh, he'll be back in Denmark, as I understand it. He's only here, I think, until tomorrow. So it's unfortunate that it didn't work out. But I do apologize. Uh, like I said, we'll try to talk to him uh, over the phone and get him back in here. Uh, I do have the Mead Show planned for you guys later this month. Uh, oh, that's cool. also in the newsletter. Uh, stay tuned to the website to 
find out about that. Uh, that'll be fun for us, I think. Uh, a lot of buzz going on in the mead industry right now, so that'll be cool. Uh, the last thing is uh, please go and check out the One Hour Boil. It's our new podcast here at the Brewing Network, and the first one that we've done is uh, with John Palmer. And I was real happy with the interview. I think John's a great guy and had a, a lot of good uh, information and good things to say. So check that out. You just have to go to the Brewing Network store. It's a small fee. It's $2.50. Uh, it helps us uh, you know, generate new programming and, and pay the bills around here and keep things running. So... Uh, yeah, go check it out. It's 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 a. I'm proud of it. Uh, if you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. Uh, that's I'm I'm pretty damn sure you guys are gonna like the podcast. So, check it out. Just go to the Brewing Network store. All right, Daniela, everything's good. I am fantastic. <laughs> okay, uh, I think we're gonna go drink some beer and uh, try to. Uh, no, no, no. Five days. Yeah, uh, you can forget. Or I'll quit. Hey, you can forget. I'm gonna it. quit then. You're that's it. My last show. You're not gonna. Quit. Good night. I'll just lie to you. I'll tell you I haven't drank. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna drive me to lying. Is that what you want? <laughs> You're such an ass clown. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, trust me, it's going to be fun next Sunday, all right? So you're going to want to tune in. Come on back for that to help us celebrate uh, with Doc for his birthday. All Yay. right, everybody. Thanks, Doc. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. Yeah, I think I have it.